Hey there, I'm Jess Jordana, copywriter and brand messaging strategist for online business owners and your host of the Feel Wealthy Show, the podcast that has basically nothing to do with any of that, but also everything to do with it at the same time. See, all of us listening are pursuing some version of more. Maybe it's why you started your business, or maybe it's why you find yourself constantly dreaming, what if? But in this pursuit of more, I've found that we're absolutely starving for examples of those of us who are soaking in, celebrating, or even just noticing the more that we hold right now. I believe you can have it all, and I believe I can too, but real talk, It rarely comes all at once, and quite frankly, magic is easy to miss in the making of it. So on the Feel Wealthy Show, I'm bringing you alongside myself and other successful people as we explore a tangible, concrete meaning of wealth that not only changes our lives, but also changes our days as we practice feeling it now instead of holding out hope for later. Right. Hey, Kelly, thanks so much for joining me on the Feel Wealthy Show. I am so excited to chat with you today. Same. I'm pumped to have this combo. Yay. Okay. Well, um, to kind of get us started, in case anybody doesn't know who you are, can you give us a little bit of a synopsis of who you are, how you kind of got to where you are in business? Sure. So hi, everyone. My name is Kelly McKenna. You can find me on Instagram at sitwithkelly and at Business of Therapy. And I'm one of those few therapists who was actually taught how to run a business and that I did a dual graduate program where I got my MSW and my MBA at the same time. And after grad school, I worked in nonprofit management for like eight years in New York City. And for the most part, I loved it, but I was really looking for something new. And towards the end of my career in nonprofit management, I was much more of an administrator than like a social worker or a therapist. And so I started working at another business owner's private practice at the time. And after my first evening working there, seeing clients, COVID hit, and we did not go back to the office after that. Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, it was like just a little part-time side thing. I really enjoyed doing it and seeing my clients virtually. And it really just started getting me thinking like, you know, could I do this more? And so I started to see some therapy clients on my own virtually outside of, you know, this other group practice. Mm -hmm. Um, And over the course of a year, I just really loved it more and more and started hating my day job more and more in the process. (laughs) And so I started in October, 2020 an Instagram page. And I was just really starting to think about this idea of going full-time in my business And was like, maybe I can market myself on Instagram. Maybe I could get a few clients that'll pay me a higher fee than insurance does. And maybe this would give me the freedom to quit my full-time job. Mm -hmm. Things took off super quickly. And within four months, I had left my full-time job. I was on my own in private practice. Like two months later, I was totally booked out in full. And it was just like such an amazing ride. Um, you know, maybe about a year after that, I started getting a lot of questions from other therapists of like, oh my gosh, you've grown so much so quickly. How are you doing this? Like, I want this. And I started doing coaching and courses and stuff with other therapists, which is sort of where the business of therapy page came about. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. Yeah. You have been one who has had really quick success. I feel like in an 
area that people don't think about success when they go into it necessarily. Mm -hmm. I think like for therapy, people are thinking more about fulfillment or impact or whatever, but it rarely equates to like, oh, this could bring me wealth or life success or things like that. So I think you're such a great example of that for other therapists and you're really helping them see how they can do that themselves. So I love that so much. I'm curious with your kind of quick ride to higher income than you thought was possible. When was the first time that it really struck you? Like, oh, wow, I'm actually like doing this. I'm making money. This is like a real thing. Yeah. So there were kind of like two pivotal points. One would be when I quit my full-time job, I was really hesitant to do that. And I probably stayed longer than I should have. I was seeing like 15 one-on-one therapy clients a week at that point, which meant that I was really drowning in work. Yeah, But I was earning, I was in my full-time job, I was making like a hundred grand a year. And Mm -hmm. my private practice is actually bringing in like a higher monthly income. And I was like, I can't believe that. Like (laughs) I'm on set on track to earn six figures here. Like I could totally quit. Yeah. And I think that for me was like, wow, imagine if I actually had 40 more hours a week to like dedicate to this. And I actually had free time and space. Like Mm -hmm. maybe this could even be more than my full-time job, which had never been the goal. My goal was really like, you know, just kind of switch the two jobs and have Mm -hmm. one that I love more. Yeah. Uh, That was like a really big turning point for me. Yeah. Was that, so you said that was four months into like posting on Instagram and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And about less than a year since like I had even started with the private practice originally. Right. So do you think up until that point, it was just like head down, you're just kind of like doing the things and you didn't really look up to think about like, oh, wow, this is actually like a bigger thing than I thought. Yeah. I mean, I think like, you know, pre-COVID, I had never even thought about having a virtual practice as an option. And it really, to me, seemed like people that got to own their own business were like the lucky few, like all the stars aligned, they sort of won the lottery in some way, and they were the best of the best. And I didn't really consider that as like an option for myself that I could build a job that I love instead of applying and finding one (laughs) that Mm -hmm. I loved. And it wasn't really until I started to have to turn away clients because I was just so at capacity that I was like, let me really think about this and see like if this could sustain me. And, you know, I think that family, friends were like, what? You're leaving this like stable job. I had a team of like 60 people I was managing. I had made it, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't like this that much anymore. (laughs) I know. Like you're not even doing what you set out to do. So it's not the, I mean, the money isn't always the goal. I think the money makes a lot of things possible, but it doesn't matter at all if you're not fulfilled in the process, if you don't feel like you're doing what you're really meant to do and all of that kind of stuff. So I think that's so true for so many people and something you don't realize until you make it, which stinks because you're like, oh, I spent all of this time kind of working toward that. Okay. So as you really stepped into having this bigger amount of income, I can imagine that that was like a little bit of an identity struggle. Maybe I'm like projecting that on you, but is there anything that was like a money mindset struggle for you that you've really had to work through? Yes. So my second big, like, holy crap, I made it moment Uh was I was pitching, like I was just trying to get PR and stuff. I was 
I don't know, try to make a name for myself online. Mm-hmm. And I saw Business Insider had done like a specific writer there had done a few profiles on like online business coaches and just people in the online space. Mm-hmm. And so I pitched this writer an idea of wanting to talk about how the tech companies are like paying therapists poorly mm-hmm. and how therapists are worth like so much more than $20, $25, $30 per session mm-hmm. that they're getting paid with these tech companies. And her, she was like, I love that idea. Like, let's just hop on a Zoom. We did a whole chat. And just part of that article and process was like this comparison around how much you can actually earn doing it yourself, not mm-hmm. with a tech company. Mm-hmm. And I had to send them all my financials and all of that. And I had earned $250,000 my first year in private practice at this point. Mm-hmm. And they end up publishing the article and like nowhere is the tech companies mentioned instead mm-hmm. it's like a profile piece on here's how I earned $250,000 my first year <laughs> as a therapist on Instagram. And oh my gosh. it was amazing. And that yeah. I had like just released my course for therapists. I got like a ton of sales. I was getting all these followers, but I had not ever spoken about money publicly at that point. Mm-hmm. I hadn't told like my friends or my parents, like how much money I was earning. Mm-hmm. And I sat with that article for like two days and I was oh, telling gosh. my husband, like, I feel like I have, like, it's the right thing to do for my business to like promote this far and wide. Mm-hmm. But if I do that, everybody in my life is going to see me promote this far and wide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do I do? Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. That was like a huge mindset shift for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is huge. Did they not have to approve that with you? Wow, <laughs> that is crazy. You would think nope. like if they're share, I guess like anything you share with them is like on the record. And so they can like spin it in whatever way they want. But you would think if it's a totally different article, they would have to ask you. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It it was like very fine. And I think like the, the crux of it maybe was still somewhat the same of like, there's this huge opportunity for therapists to earn money, but Mm -hmm. I, I don't think they wanted to like bash these huge mega mental health tech companies in the same way that I was right. like, fight the right. power, power you know? to the people. Yeah. <laughs> power to the therapists. Yeah. Okay. So I want to get into your feel wealthy list because I've seen pieces of it because if you guys don't know, Kelly is one of my clients. And so I get to get the insides of her brain a lot of the time. And I want other people to have the insides of her brain, but I am curious if you can give us kind of an overarching view of what does abundance really mean to you, like in your life? Cause I think it's different for everyone. Yeah. So one thing that I think is huge for me, which is not like a sexy way of feeling abundance, but would be saving Mm -hmm. Um, because I really value the freedom to make decisions. Mm -hmm. And so I'm happy to talk about this more, but like I've saved $50,000 for maternity leave. So that way, when I feel ready to have a baby, there's not like questions about how much time I can take off or, Mm -hmm. you know, how I need to set my business up to support that. We pay down a ton of extra money on our mortgage every month because I would love to be able to be mortgage free. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we're putting a ton of money into retirement and all of that. And that feels really nice to me of like, maybe I'm not spending a lot of money in that way, but I'm creating freedom for like the future me. Mm -hmm. Um, And the things I really do love to spend my money on are like having a nice space. We just bought a beautiful new home in Miami and it's like furnished beautifully and Mm -hmm. then experiences. So Mm -hmm. I love travel. I love to be able to like, just be able to book a flight on a whim and stay in nice places and go to nice workout classes. 
and have my hot pink nails. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. So it seems like the saving is real. Like you view a big piece of abundance to be safety. Do you think that's true? For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I think it's just sort of like freedom in making decisions too. Right. Like and I guess that was honestly like a huge piece of going into private practice on my own. Also, when I started, my husband and I were living in New York City and mm-hmm. my family's all from Miami mm-hmm. and we really wanted to move back here. And I'm like, I don't know how I'll ever find a job in Florida. How will I buy a house there? How will mm-hmm. I kind of like restart and create this whole new life? Yeah. And being able to like save a ton of money allowed us to really do that. Yeah. Yeah, I I identify with that a lot because we live in a very small town and we moved from a more metropolitan area, which is the DFW area. And we have a lot of friends who like want to move back to our hometown, but they don't have the opportunity. They're like the opportunities not in Farmington or whatever. And me yeah. as a kind of like business coachy type person. I'm like, but you create the opportunity like there, you can create opportunity wherever you go, but not everybody like thinks that way. So I think that's definitely a different like mindset to adopt, especially with therapy that traditionally has not been a virtual, like the culture of therapy itself has changed so much in the past, like three years. So I think like really latching onto that and being like, I get to decide where my opportunity lives is so huge. Okay. So feel wealthy list wise, if you guys don't know what a feel wealthy list is, this is basically something that I implemented in order to change my own mindset around my current success and really be able to feel into the wealth that I had already created, even if I didn't have everything that I ever wanted all at once. And so a feel wealthy list is basically a list of things that make you feel wealthy, elevated, abundant, like you've kind of arrived in the moment or like you're present in the moment. And I started making a list of those things on my notes app. And so I interview other people about their lists as well, because I'm fascinated about it. So one of the things that you said is having a nice space and having experiences. One of the things you mentioned to me in one of our messages was that you furnished your house all at once instead of kind of doing it piece by piece because you were like I just want it all done and I care about how it looks can you tell me more about that yeah I think that in general I'm like a do it all and do it all right now kind of get out Uh (laughs) Uh, but so we bought this house in Miami and it's like a five bedroom four bath house we were moving from like a 700 square foot (laughs) one bedroom apartment And so obviously we had a ton of like furniture to buy, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it was really fun doing it. Like we went to West Elm, we went to CB2, we went to like all these places and really just got to pick out what we enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was really fun. I think we did do slightly like room by room in terms of just like the mental energy, Mm -hmm. but within like six weeks of moving in our house was totally just like done and furnished and that has felt like such a relief yeah um, to be able to say like you know I love to entertain too like we have people over we have like guest rooms for them to come and stay at we have Mm -hmm. you know like a nice living room set up we have outdoor patio furniture to hang out in and that has just been so fun to create this space that we're proud of and get to share with all of our loved ones 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that so much. And I feel like your space, it, it means a ton for your productivity, for your creativity. Like it just makes a really, really big difference in your day to day. So I feel like moment to moment, even as you're like drinking your coffee, this is something like weird, but every time we move, I try to have like one vignette of a corner set up like exactly how I want it. And I usually drink my coffee and look at that corner (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) because it's like nice to have like something that you're looking at that feels like you and everything. And I can't imagine like being able to have your whole house be that as soon as possible is so cool. We have a townhome in Durango and we were able to furnish the whole thing because it was a business expense. And I was like, yeah, this is such a luxury just to be able to do like every single room. It was so fun to like make sure it all works together. So I love that. Okay. What else do you feel like? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say like in terms of that space, like I've never realized that I do that, but it's so nice too. Yeah. Every morning on my business of therapy account, I post my to-do list and it's a picture of me eating like my eggs and drinking my coffee and looking at the pool Mm -hmm. outside. And that's been so nice because I've definitely was somebody who struggled a lot with like seasonal depression and the winters and Mm -hmm. we lived in like a high rise apartment. I wouldn't come outside for like days at a time because it just felt like too much effort. And so to be able to say, like, I go outside every morning, I get fresh air, I look at like this beautiful, warm outdoor space that is mine before I start my day. Mm -hmm. It's just like the best feeling. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I think that's also like, just part of adding to your freedom of choice. Like you didn't, you didn't have those choices when you were living in New York City necessarily. And you didn't have the space that you were able to say, okay, do I want to go outside this morning or whatever? So I think that adds to that for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's next on your list? Maybe vacations and travel. Mm -hmm. How have your vacations and travel been different? Do you feel like you didn't vacation and travel before you felt like you had enough money or you do it differently? Or what do you think there? Um, A little bit of both. So I've always been somebody who loves to travel, but definitely working for somebody else required a lot more planning Mm -hmm. and logistics in advance, needing to get approval. And then, you know, definitely more like traveling on a budget. When I was younger and employed by other people, we did a lot of like hostels and stuff. Um, And while that was really fun, it's really nice to be able to instead just look at like a bougie hotel on Instagram and be like, oh my gosh, that place looks so cool. Like let's do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Or to go and try, you know, a cool restaurant that I saw on Instagram on traveling and order like all the things that are in the little reel of what you should eat and Mm -hmm. just enjoy that meal. Yeah. It's been so fun. I think just having more of those choices and those experiences we probably travel, like do a big trip three or four times a year, which is really nice. And then Mm -hmm. lots of little stuff to like friends, weddings and family. And, you know, all that has been really fun too. Yeah. I love that. I think like kind of the takeaway for any level of income of that for me is like when you go to a restaurant or you decide on an experience or whatever, kind of the different energy is the enjoying of it versus the like questioning or regretting of it or like feeling like oh I don't know like I wanted this thing but it costs a lot so I'm not really fully gonna enjoy it it's kind of that difference in terms of mindset as you're doing it so I think like one of the biggest things that I've 
changed in terms of like how I operate in life is trying to decide firmly on something and then enjoy it. Like, and then say like, I decided on this and there's no going back kind of thing. And so I get to get the enjoyment out of it. Do you feel like you are better at that now than you have been in the past? For sure. And I think those decisions just like carry less weight, which is also really nice. Yeah. The other thing that I think has really changed with how I travel was, you know, in the beginning when I had a job, I had to request off work. And then when I was first working for myself, I saw it as like, I have this freedom to travel whenever I want and to work while I'm doing it. Mm. And that was nice and necessary and helpful and like building my business. Yeah. But now giving myself permission that like traveling can actually be vacation. And that doesn't mean that I have to log on and see my therapy clients. Or mm-hmm. I used to do a lot of like, I would work one day of the week that I was traveling. Like maybe I would leave for a trip on a Tuesday and come back like the following Thursday so I could see clients the Monday before I left and the Friday before I left. Mm-hmm. And I would have like 10 sessions back to back and be like, I'm not going to lose yeah. out on income. But I was super <laughs> right. burnt out and exhausted before and after my trip. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think just giving myself that freedom and permission too of like, just take the time and yeah like letting that be okay has felt so Mm -hmm. different. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. What do you have next? Let's see. I feel like just like little things like Mm -hmm. my Pilates, my nail appointments. Yeah. I really enjoy being able to like both of those are just ways that I spend time by myself and Mm -hmm. that I love and it doesn't need to be like, productive or lavish and not like going to a spa or getting like private Pilates but Mm -hmm. I have like an unlimited membership I really enjoy that I go like probably five times a week Um, I get my nails done like every other week and that just feels like a nice hour or two for me to spend Mm -hmm. by myself for myself just enjoying things yeah yeah and I love that it's like those are things that like Pilates, you go five times a week, like nails, you probably go every couple, three weeks or whatever. Like it's very ritualistic and it's like baked into your routine versus it being like just a, oh, maybe if I have the time one day sort of thing. So I think that that helps a ton is just like making it, um, the things that are for you and that like really help your, mental health and just are a part of who you are to make that an essential and a non-negotiable, I think is super huge. Yep. And Mm -hmm. I think it kind of goes back to like that freedom and safety, right? That like I can have the time for myself. Like Mm -hmm. my business is in a place, my finances are in a place that I can prioritize time that is not productive or building my business or hustling Mm -hmm. and just enjoying the life that I've built. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Okay. I think that that is, that's four. Do you want to share one more? Maybe a cool one is like, in like the freedom to turn down money when it doesn't feel Ooh, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That has made me feel like a baller at times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome. I had, um, it, it's helpful to tell like a specific story. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> I had a brand reach out to me that was like a dream brand to partner with. It is like a system that I use in my business mm-hmm. every single day. Mm-hmm. And I was really, really excited about the partnership opportunity. And 
we were going to do like $10,000 worth of content, which was awesome. They were hiring like a photographer to come to my home. We were going to do like a whole professional shoot. And it felt like super exciting. And then we were like reviewing contract terms and they wanted to use all of the content to run like paid ads Mm -hmm. for their software, which is not something that I usually do as part of my brand deals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we went back and forth a few times and just couldn't find something that worked for the both of us. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard for me to walk away from both $10,000 is a lot of money for a day's mm-hmm. worth of work. Yeah. And it was like a very cool opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, like I run ads for my own business and and you can only sell so much. I'm like, I don't really want to be your spokesperson and all of this paid right. content for perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so walking away from that, I think felt really cool to say, like, this is a lot of money, but I have the freedom to do this and it doesn't feel good to me at this time. Yeah. And so I can say no and I can prioritize, you know, other ways to earn money. And yeah, that felt really huge. Yeah. I love that. I feel like there's two major, like feel wealthy things about that. One is like knowing that your like likeness, your face, your like, no like and trust with your audience carries a lot of weight and you need to kind of discern how you're going to use that. And when you want to use that and like how you're giving it away, I think sometimes. And then I feel like the other thing is just knowing that the abundance is not going to run out. Like obviously that 10 K deal was like really cool and felt really amazing, but another one might come along. And if it doesn't, you have other ways to kind of access that abundance or the abundance is really just in not having to do it at all kind of thing and like staying in your integrity. So I feel like that is huge. Like there it's hard as a beginning business owner and just like somebody who wants success to not feel like this opportunity is the only opportunity and I better not like waste it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, And I see that so much too, with like the therapists I work with, right. That like maybe a client isn't the right fit. It's not totally in their interests or even like their expertise, but this person is willing to work with them. They want to pay them their rate. And they're like, Oh, I feel like I should say yes. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that things get to start to feel really good when you're able to say, you know, I'm actually not the best person to serve you. Let me connect you with my colleague who is. Right. And trusting that that will come back around. And yes. one day they'll send you somebody who's a great fit for you and your practice mm-hmm. and who you love to work with. Yeah. And I've found in, because in doing that as a copywriter too, I have to turn people down that aren't a good fit. And I think that people, it almost like builds your trust even more with that person when sometimes you're yeah. worried about like the people pleasing aspect, but people really respect like you holding to your boundaries and holding to your zone of genius. And I think that that goes a long way in terms of like maintaining relationships and things like that too. For sure. It's so Mm -hmm. important. Yeah. Okay. So I would love for you to tell us one thing within your like ideal life vision that you're working on embracing a little bit more right now, something that you want to do more of or learn how to embrace. Yeah. So I feel like my theme of 2023 has been like working less and getting more support. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I have hired more than I ever have in 2023, kind of with that vision in mind, which has looked like hiring you as a copywriter, Mm -hmm. hiring my business coach, 
I have a operations manager onboarding two virtual assistants this week. And so it's been really cool to be able to say, I'm not the one who needs to do all of this. And Mm -hmm. even if that means like less money in my pocket in the short term, hopefully not the long term as big scale, but um, that's okay. Right. Because I have kind of created the safety to be able to do that. And I would love to get to a place where I'm working like three or four days a week or half Mm -hmm. days or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so kind of setting myself up to be able to do that feels really cool. I love that. I think like something that you come to understand as you have more success and you're kind of going after your vision is like this slingshot idea in terms of like, Mm -hmm. you have to pull back in order to really slingshot forward, um, which I think feels really hard sometimes because you're like, oh, this on paper, like, isn't just a direct shot to the top kind of thing, but it helps so much in terms of momentum. And I thought it was interesting. You said you're onboarding two VAs. I thought you were just hiring one. So you just (laughs) had to hire two. (laughs) We were just hiring one, but I love two of them. And I was like, you know what? I I want to do less. So we're going to go with it. That is an awesome like choice that you have at your disposal too, because most people are like, well, I would love to hire two, but I can't kind of thing. So that's really yeah. cool. I love that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. One of them came with like video editing experience, which is something that I've always been the one to do on my team. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need to be the person to do that. Let's yep. have her do that too. You know, yeah, which is I really love cool. that. That's going to be so <laughs> exciting for you. Okay. So I would love for you to share with everybody as we wrap up where they can find you. I know there are a couple of different places where they can connect with you, all of that good stuff and anything you want to share. Yep. So if you are an anxious overachiever, sit with Kelly is probably the best place for you to follow me. Mm -hmm. I share daily content over there about, you know, anxiety, imposter syndrome, people pleasing, some personal content and stuff too. And then if you are a therapist, helping professional, somebody who's interested in growing business, I share a ton of behind the scenes with my own journey, you know, how I've launched courses, how I've scaled the revenue I'm bringing in my expenses. I'm all about transparency. So Mm -hmm. if you want a deep look into somebody else's business, business of therapy is where you can find it. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for sharing with us today. What it is like for you to feel wealthy in your life. And I'm excited to share this episode with everybody and share you with everybody. So thanks so much for chatting with me today. It's been so fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening in on this episode of the Feel Wealthy Show. If you love it here, then be sure to leave a five-star rating or review for the podcast. When you leave a five-star rating or review, you'll actually be entered to win the Feel Wealthy feature of the month. That's where I snail mail you something from my very own Feel Wealthy list as a thank you for supporting the podcast. I'm also a firm believer that the highest form of flattery is a recommendation, so I would be honored if you'd shout us out on Instagram. Be sure to tag me at Jess Jordana so I can gush in thanks in the DMs. It really means so much. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, I hope you remember that an absolutely essential part of creating real tangible wealth in your life is choosing to feel wealthy now instead of waiting for later. Talk to you soon.